Hello everyone, welcome to You, Me, Them, Everybody. My name is Brandon Weatherby. This episode with Joe McAdam is about the Kansas City Chiefs' most recent football game. Uh, without any spoilers, it didn't go well for one of the teams. So maybe if you haven't seen the most recent Super Bowl, the most watched sporting event in America, this will be a surprise episode for you. Uh, Joe was on an episode last week previewing the game, and some of his predictions came true, and we talk about that. Um, something that we don't talk about is the fact that we now have a Patreon account. Please consider donating at you, me, them, everybody.com. It's on our about page. It's in this podcast description. 100% of the money that's donated goes back into the show. And yeah, this is what I do now. And I'm glad I do it. And I'm glad I'm talking to Joe. And um, without any spoilers, go Joe's team. Was there any highlight? The one, like, I. It felt like maybe the one where Mahomes was like completely parallel to the ground, throwing something and hitting a receiver in the hands, but it was an incomplete pass. <laughs> that was like a fourth down uh, at the goal line, that play, whatever that yeah, was. Yeah, I'm sorry. Just utter shit, left and right, everywhere. Did you have a fun time watching the game with friends? Yeah, that was nice. <laughs> What was more traumatizing, watching this with friends outside during a global pandemic or being at the pay-per-view where they killed Owen Hart? Oh, God, they killed him. <laughs> you you are framing it to make it sound like it was a murder or an assassination. <laughs> fine, fine, fine. Being in attendance at the pay-per-view where Owen Hart happened to die or the Super well, Bowl. That was, that was a... <laughs> Listen, I know this that was set up to be like a joke, but a, a human man died. That was more traumatizing. Okay, I just wanted to, wanted to know where you were at in terms of football brain. That was far more upsetting. Good. I'm glad. See, worse. that's good. You have perspective. Yeah, no, it's it, it's it's really nice to have the team that you root for get to the Super Bowl. That's a good way to look at it. it it's it's still really nice. <laughs> That was great. It's I, I honestly the, the the my takeaway from that Super Bowl is I would have been fine had the Chiefs lost to any other team. It's I I was more pissed at Tom Brady winning than I was pissed about the Chiefs losing. Well, it's that, not just Tom Brady. It's like kind of cool that Antonio Brown got to be on top again. That's a nice thing to see, right? Yeah. No. It was it was truly uh, you know the the good guys won. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Yes. <laughs> How nice. No, I, I just, I, I, uh, I don't like those dudes. I mean, like, for different reasons, obviously. Uh, you know, <laughs> one of them is uh, accused of being a sex predator. Uh, so that one, you know, worse, I'd say, um, than just being, like, kind of a, a smug fascist uh, Trump dude, but whatever. <laughs> well, your prediction was right, actually. I know that's that's what really that sucks is that I I was absolutely right it was an old old fashioned uh, stomping. We were just, just both wrong, news. and who was going to stomp who? There was zero reason to expect it would go the way it did. It's ludicrous to expect that the team that has just been like the Chiefs with Mahomes have never lost by more than a by more than eight points. Yeah, one possession every single time. There's no, like, why would that have happened that way? <laughs> well, he's hurt. 
he's hurt. The offensive line was uh, was completely deteriorated. It was gone. Um, I'm sure Andy Reid was in a, a, a horrible headspace after his son got in a car accident this week. It was everything was very very bad, and I didn't. I thought they could just get over all those things. This is the I think the first football game I've ever been confident about before going into it. <laughs> oh, ever so sorry. in my life as a Chiefs fan. The first time I've ever been confident about a football oh, game. That's that's a stinker. And, uh, that's a real stinker. Disaster. So that goes to show what confidence will get you. <laughs> nothing. Absolutely oh, nothing. No reason to ever be confident. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Did you finish the game? Did you watch every down? I watched I, what I just said. You know, I said the, my favorite play was the one where Mahomes is like diving and throwing at the same yeah. time. That's the one play I missed because I was taking a pee. <laughs> I, I, I missed one play because I was peeing and that was it. Oh, I'm so I, I sorry. went right as they called timeout right before that. And I was like, they got a 30 second timeout. I'll just I'll get one out sure. real fast. And then I came back and it was. Do you um, always like describe <laughs> uh, going to the restroom as getting one out? Getting one out, <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, you know, shooting one off, uh, whatever you, you know. There's, oh boy, whatever you call it. <laughs> I'm so sorry, bud. Yeah, it's it's um, you know, lessons learned. I think it was ultimately. I I feel I've learned a lesson personally about about confidence and and about overconfidence and uh, accurately assessing situations. There after you know when I think we talked before. I don't know. I forget when we talked about it and I gave you a prediction, but all the factors that then went into this game, I'm like, yeah, this is, it it should have been clear that it wasn't going to work out, but I was very confident anyway. Well, because Tom Brady is still 43. Like that's never been done before what he's done. And I think he had a, he had a bad previous game. I, I think they barely beat Washington. There's a, a number of they beat Correct. up a, a very broken down Drew Brees. Mm-hmm. Their path looked like it was a sham. Exactly. So and I, there, there was only the reason to think it would be a sham. But I do think that not having to travel played into it, and I think also having such a one track mind in the worst possible way is probably good for this type of thing. And. I don't know. Also, Mahomes is hurt. There's nothing you could do to make him unhurt for the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Yeah. No amount like, of steroids I, I, will again, fix a toe. Like, yeah. He, but he looked really good. No, he didn't. Buffalo. No, he, he didn't. He looked. He had a. He had a lot of. He was running around. Yeah, he was still running around. But he was he running around as well as he was during the first half of the season. I don't know. I'm not going back to the tape. <laughs> So that's what you, you didn't instantly go back to the tape after the game. <laughs> I'm that's not going to watch any of that game. No, ever I, I again. Wouldn't. I don't uh, need to other people. It makes sense for coaches or players, but I don't need to do that. Did you like any of the commercials? No. Yeah. Okay. I don't think, were there any standouts? What, what was good? There weren't any standouts in terms of good. Uh, the three standouts, I think, were the Edward Scissorhands, um, not reboot, but continuation, <laughs> um, and the Bruce Springsteen Jeep ad that everyone hates, and the very, not odd, just like, uh, uh, Wayne's World ad for Uber, 
eats. So give me your take on the Wayne's world. I'm glad Garth got paid the end. <laughs> Good for Garth. I'm glad 65 year old Dana Carvey is still able to make money on this character. He, I mean, it's a, it's a fun, it's a fun character. It is. I love, I love Wayne. I love Garth. Sure. Wayne's world, Wayne's world party time. Excellent. I get sure. it. But, um, Wayne's world has this very odd place in pop culture. Amanda has sort of about it for the New York Times not that long ago about how as a kid she like related to Garth in Wayne's World 1 about sort of the the ethos for doing it. Garth did the thing because he wanted to do the thing not for fame or fortune. Um, and how she related to that and how that oddly affected her life. But in retrospect, she actually feels more like Wayne because like she's writing for the New York Times. She actually has ambition, stuff like that. And this was fine, whatever, but Uber Eats is inherently horrible for restaurants. And I don't know if you remember the start of Wayne's yes. World One when Wayne's World is doing the like tour of his house. He's like, he's got a bunch of name tags up. Like Wayne would work in all these restaurants that are like being hurt by Uber Eats as a character. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, Uber Eats is putting you know Stan Makita's Donuts out of business. So that's another. That's like like this doesn't make sense with the character, but at the end of the day, Wayne and, and Garth are idiots. Because the contract was very clear and they sold their intellectual property for only five K and then were shocked when they were any notes about it. So like it doesn't it does actually check out. It's just I'm thinking way too much about an SNL skit. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah. I think it's yeah, maybe this is too much of an evaluation. <laughs> Even though I did name my show after an SNL sketch that got turned into a movie. <laughs> but at least in my show yeah, No, in uh another Chicago one too. Yeah, at least in the version of uh, my reality, it actually checks out in the real world because I don't know if you remember this in the Blues Brothers film, um, they don't arrest the Nazis. Yeah, I, I guess I haven't seen that in ages, but yeah, that's right. Yeah, the the Nazis are actually, by the end of the film, chasing the Blues Brothers along with the cops. So who's the good guy now? In in what, hmm, the Blues Brothers? Think. <laughs> in Blues Brothers. <laughs> Is it the Nazis? Yeah, clearly. The They're on the side of the law. <laughs> I are, think um, they go, should just they should just redo uh, Wayne's World. Just do give us another movie. There's I don't know if you're being sarcastic right now. I think that there's potential for that to be a very good movie if it was, um, like not written by an old person. Like if it was written by you and it's like a comedy, or are you talking about like give Aronofsky? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just throwing to... out ideas. Maybe if it was written by uh, me, or <laughs> <laughs> or do you want like the the Darren Aronofsky version of the wrestler for Wayne's World of what Wayne would actually be up to? No, I, I just want it to be self aware of its of its place, but still be it, it very in tune with what Wayne's World does. I would like a Wayne's World Tool Time mashup. Where it's uh, I just like bad things. Where Wayne gets to shake hands with Tim Taylor. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> they should do. They should do a Tool Time movie. That actually that could be fun too. I people don't like uh, what's his face because he's um, a, a rat in a in a you know what Tim Allen. Yeah, people don't like him, but you know he could he wait because could do that he's funny a rat? voice and do the. Yeah, he like ratted out all his his drug buddies. To oh get yeah, out of jail yeah. Then he went to jail for selling coke, and now he's the voice of Pure Michigan, and he's a Trump supporter. That guy. Yeah, yeah, that guy. People yeah. don't like him, 
But I think he does that that voice, and that's funny. That's a good voice. <laughs> that's good stuff. <laughs> uh, so I did your wing. I took your wing suggestion, and I used cornstarch. How'd it go? It was slightly better, but I don't think I used enough cornstarch. I did. Um, do you know who Sola is from Food Fifty Two, formerly from Bon Appetit? She's got a very good wing recipe. I think very good uh, wing recipe. So I like I like modified hers to include yours. And there's a dry brine for six to twenty four hours. So I dry brine them mm. for like eight hours, and I included the cornstarch in that first part with the salt and the sugar and a little bit of MSG and cornstarch and baking powder. So what did you did you think that the dry brine significantly improved? Here's the thing. I don't know because I did half of them with like a Jamaican curry and then the other half was like a Korean rub. So the rub doesn't go mm-hmm. on for the first part in the oven, the actual cook. The rub only goes on for the second part. The dry brine with the Jamaican seasoning goes in for the first part in the oven. So for the first hour, you get that. So I think on those, it did b- better. And then once I added the rub, the wet rub, it kind of made it almost pointless. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think so. I think that, yeah, I I, I guess I didn't I didn't know the, the full, um, you know, situation with the wings, what, what recipes we're going with here. I think... Um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I think um, if you're doing just a baked whatever wing, um, keeping it simple with a with salt and like some salt and pepper and whatever, and then sauce them later, that's maybe a better option for using cornstarch like that. Yeah. But if so you're doing other like rubs like that, then probably don't need it. So are you thinking like I don't necessarily care about a wet wing as long as there's sauce. So like, why am I even fucking with the wetness in the oven? It's a great question. Yeah, and I don't, I don't, I don't have an answer for you. <laughs> That's like a life question. If if you're gonna sauce them later, you don't need to do witness in the oven. Yeah, why am I doing that? What was the point of that? Why is this part of recipes? I don't understand. I guess people like them super sticky and then also to dip. It de- yeah, it depends if you're. I guess if you could, you could like baste them to get them like that stickiness mm-hmm. in the oven. You know. Then, if that's what you're after, but honestly, I would ra- almost every single time rather have it be dry, and then I get a dip it yeah. in thing. If it, if it's going for that stickiness, like a Korean, yeah, like a sweetened kind of tangy Korean sauce or something, I'd rather do it not on the wing uh, initially. Yeah, I think that's I think that was my mistake, or maybe I should just have seasoned it and like I figured out a dry Korean spice rub. The same way I had the curry Jamaican spice rub. That made more sense. Yeah, I'm learning about myself through the Super Bowl. Did you learn anything about yourself besides the never have confidence? I that was that's a pretty big one, but I did learn that. I learned to never have confidence, and I learned. Uh, let me think. What else? I tried the uh, Pizza Hut Detroit style pizza as well. You and that's bought, good. You bought it. No, I, I did not buy it. No, but oh, okay. I, I was I was I was, I was confused if you tried to like because I knew you were making food. I didn't know if you were like I want to try to make my own version of the Pizza Hut Detroit style. <laughs> you know that classic. It's I, yeah, it'll be around for like two months. I would imagine. Yeah. <laughs> so it was good. Uh, yeah, I like Detroit style pizza. That's good stuff. I like I, I I don't know. There's not a type of pizza that I'm like. 
I think sucks really. What's you know? a pizza that would make you sort of feel self-conscious and saying, I want that, but no one else in my company ever wants it. Um, it, I don't think that, that I mean, I, I personally like a Hawaiian pizza and, and my mm. wife does not. Um, but that's no big deal. That That's the beauty of pizza. You just do a half and half. I, so I don't, I don't, I'm not going to feel self-conscious about any any of my pizza orders. Hell yeah. I occasionally want Papa John's, even though I know it's not good. Specifically. Oh, that, is that for, you know, political reasons? No, no, because they replaced Papa with Shaq, and everything Shaq does is fine. So I'm cool with it. Um, it's the sauces okay. meets the sweetness of the tomatoes. It's the sugar. It's like the sugar bomb of pizzas. Yeah, but it's still, like, I, I think if you're you're lower than the threshold of like what you know junk food is Mm -hmm. it's a real who gives a shit at that point you know i'm not going to be judgmental about people eating papa john's or or jack in the box or like you know the 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 lesser of the fast foods Mm -hmm. because it's still fine it's all fine yeah i like papa john's they got Mm -hmm. the nasty little garlic stuff yeah do you do you not like Papa John's as much because of they got rid of the Papa and you loved the Papa and you loved to, the Tool Man Taylor? Yeah, bring back Papa is what I've I started a hashtag campaign to bring back Papa. Um, it's not going well. Um, more people agree with you that they like Shaq more than Papa John. <laughs> I don't get it, but that's just the way of the world, huh? People the like, Chiefs uh, are favored you know, to. <laughs> The Chiefs are favored to win the 2021 Super Bowl. Does this please you in any way, or do you wish that they were completely underdogs again? This pleases me in some way. Okay. I like. I like. It, it's. Um. I think. I mean. I think it's. It's realistic. They're going to be good. I mean, yeah. they're going to retain most of the team, and it's a good team. I want you guys to do well, and I really hope that Andrew Reed's kid didn't kill those people in a drunk driving accident. Hey, I'm with you. You, Me, Them, Everybody is made by me, Brandon Weatherby. Our theme music is by Daniel Knox. Our art is by Jillian Ron. You can hear all 13 years of shows at you, me, them, everybody.com. If you're listening to this in Spotify or on iTunes, the last year of episodes are available uh, with some sprinklings of the other ones. If you want the rest of the catalog, which features over 700 episodes, you meet them everybody.com our patreon page is on our about page it's all there follow us on instagram twitter all that good stuff at sign y-m-t-e thanks for listening i'll hug the places that you've been sleeping friends and family